All right. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to season two. Dos. Season two. Season two. Shooting the splits. Shooting the splits. Y'all already know what we're about here at Shooting the Splits. Vaja Media. This is my world. Vaja's world. However you want to look at it. We have the most deepest conversations about individuals. We learn a little bit about where they're where they came from, where they're heading, and some things that they got going on in their their personal life and different things. Um, we're here to speak to entrepreneurs and we're here to speak to people that's a part of the culture. We're gonna have a lot of random and different type of uh podcast episodes. Um, some of them we're gonna try to not be the same as others. Um we have, you know, the new website that'll be coming. It'll be uh, under construction for the next two months. So you'll see changes happening for the next two months. Uh, I'm trying to get into a different type of space, meaning like I want it to be a one-stop shop. So if you're looking for a nail salon, if you're looking for a hair salon, if you're looking for, you know, a, places to eat, a rest, great restaurants, um, a, a, a good lawyer, maybe a good realtor, a good, you know, um, lender, whatever you could think of mentorships, right? Coaches, they're all going to be categorized on my website. You'll just be able to go on there. If you're subscribed, you go on there and you can just filter through everything. You'll just be able to go to filter through everything. As long as you're subscribed, you'll be able to filter through everything, right? Um, For the first month, I might make it not, you don't have to be subscribed. You go through and browse. And then after that, we're going to be on subscriptions, right? It's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing because it's going to be categorized by either states or just you know genre whatever it, 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 it may be for example you know if you're you're out in the florida area you look up somewhere to eat you know boom you click on florida drop down places to eat boom it'll tell you exactly so that way you can see if maybe on one of your vacations or one of your your travels you might want to try out one of the spots and even tag me on tiktok or instagram just to say, hey, we loved it or we didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got my social media thing going on, a lot of TikTok, and I'm showing a lot of behind the scenes myself of things that I got going on uh, during my time and just little small fun that you might see. Um, and behind the scenes of some of these episodes, um, if, they, if it calls for any, right? I'm going to try to take some on the road. I'm going to be doing some from here in the studio, right? We're going to do some here. Um, there's going to be some virtual so it's going to be a variety. It's going to be definitely a wide variety. Um, I've got something big coming up with my guy Bassin Ain't Easy. Um, we got a piece of product coming out. Uh, and you guys should be uh, standing in line for that piece of product. Once it uh, once it drops, uh, it's going to surprise you guys. I don't want to put out too much on it, but it's going to be awesome. Um, and like I said, hey, go to the website, VahaMedia.com. V-A-H-A-A Media. M-E-D-I-A.com. All one word. Go on there. Show some support. Go on there. Look around. Check out some of the old podcasts. We're a little more crisp in season two. Season one, we was on our trial period. Now we're stepping it up. We got some affiliations we're going to be doing. We're going to be selling some products from Amazon, from a whole bunch of different vendors. If you're interested and you want to put your product or if you want to get be on the website as places to visit or places that are recommended, things of that sort, contact me. There's a way on the website that it'd be up there. That'd be up there first right? I'm going to make sure that that's up there first. You're able to get a contact with me. You're able to say, hey, Va, what do you got going on? Yo, we're looking to get our piece of product or our information out there. We want to share it with the rest of the world. 
what can we do? And I'm going to help them get that product to you guys. All right. We're going to make sure both sides of both parties is happy. But hey, I hope you guys enjoy this season. Hope you guys stay tuned. I got a lot to talk about. And so do you. I'll see you. All right, so season one um, consisted of a lot of um, awesome, unique individuals, right? I enjoyed recording season one because I really got a chance to get inside of some of the minds of some of these um, lovely entrepreneurs and just see, like, what they what they think, like what runs through their mind when they're thinking of when they want to choose a craft or jump into something or, you know, just, just what they like to get out and do and have fun with. Right. Um, and there's no better way or better version of a person unless you're there in front of them. Right. Unless you're there to have that, that connection with what they're saying. Right. Um, this is the next best way, right, for them to tell you from their own mouth, their own experience of what moves them, what gets them going. And a lot of people don't like to tell you about what they got planned. A lot of people don't like to tell you about what they got going on. But we got a chance to talk to a lot of individuals. And they tell us some of their forward plans. But one of my favorites was my girl, D. Uh, I'm going to let her tell it. Let's jump right in. You know, I really wanted to go to Ghana. I really want to go to Ghana. That is my ultimate trip. Okay. Um, I've been wanting to go there since I was in the third grade. I did a report on them. And my actually my good best guy friend, you know, he's from um, Ghana. And they're actually planning a trip this December. I was supposed to go on this one. But then my sister hit me with the, you know, my niece's birthday party and where she's taking her. And I'm like, dang, all right. You know, family come first. I'm going to be with my family. I she might, hey, she might make you go. Now, now she listens to this podcast. She's like, "Oh, don't don't stop on the behalf for me." Nah, she don't care. She, <laughs> she told me like, "Oh, you ain't going to Ghana. You going here for your niece." So, <laughs> and that and that's my heart. That's my twins. I'm like anything for my family. So, but the crazy thing is, I already had my vacation planned out for 2022. So, okay. I'm literally going to uh, Trinidad for carnival. So okay. I'll be out there. Uh oh. Um, then yeah, it's cra- It's gonna be crazy. You gotta, have, you gotta have some. You gotta have some young hips. Yo, I'm gonna have it that day. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure out. I take me some some aspirin. Yeah, it's gonna be burnt out. Something eight hundred. I've been to the good. carnival. It's, it's wild. <laughs> I want to wear that outfit. Like I want to have a cute little outfit. Show my figure off. I got a little leg tattoo now. Uh oh, getting dangerous. Y'all gotta watch dangerous, out. Dangerous, you know. Chocolate, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving the description, guys. Hey, it is. Chocolate tattoo, got it hanging down my leg, you know. And you can find me at the carnival if you're looking for me. I'm gonna have on those wings. You know, Nene, shout out. But who you going to carnival with? Um, with my homegirls and my best guy friends will be there. So okay, you know, I I bring people that because you know you can't travel with people certain certain people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you need good energy. So I, if you got good energy, you can travel with me. Like, you know what I mean? But if, you, if your energy off, I'll be like, uh, stay home. Cause I, I went on some trips and 
you know, people kind of just mess up your mood. And I'm like, I don't oh, want to yeah. do that no more. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, you're blown. So you blown. But yeah, the next time I go on, you got you gotta hit me up so we can go on it. But uh yeah, Vegas right. is up next, you know, right after Trinidad. And then yeah. um, let's see what else could we say. Um I'm trying to think now. It was another trip before Ghana. And I can't think where I think it might be New Orleans. I think we wanted to go to Essence Festival. So it was like y'all was already playing. COVID is already super gone. We going out it's, there. Yeah, it's gone. We going out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. We going out there. You know, we gotta there. travel because in 2023, I'm not doing anything. I'm I'm gonna probably Puerto Rico and then that'll be it. Cause I gotta oh, get man. on my focus on this real estate. So you know, money got that's go what's gonna make you travel more because you're gonna be like, man, I need to go buy a property in this state. You know what? I need some of this down south money because it's actually cheaper down here. Let me go put some money in this state. And now you're making residual income. And before you look up, you're like, man, I won't go on this trip. But my homegirl did tell me it was nice. And they do a lot of horseback riding out there. Let's go to this. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's real. So just like that, we learned about where D wants to go, what she's got planned for this year and for future years. Um. And I hope she makes it to those places. We're going to touch base with her, actually. We're going to try to see if uh, she made it to some of those places, see if we get some footage, see if we can get some background on it, or if she's, you know, or if she got a little bit busy and had to push it back or whatever the case may be. But I think it'd be really exciting if we can get some background scenario of some of those trips and see how much fun they had and, and, and what's the way that maybe we can get some of you guys out on some of these trips, right? Um, so with that being said, right? D let you know that there's another part of, of, of our life, right? Not just working, right? There's, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great things out there that you can do. Um, one of my favorite things is, uh, sports, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big sports fan, big sports fan, right? I love football. I love basketball, right? Um, I coach with a gentleman by the name of James Jones <laughs> and, uh, he's going to remind us about a couple of teams that he enjoyed coaching. Let's jump into it. 2003 Armed Forces Gold Medal Championship team. The Marine Corps in our illustrious history has only won that gold medal three times. Okay. Um, I've been trying to pin down how many years that tournament has been going on, but I know it's at least 50. And uh, I know it's longer than that because there are other people that coached before me, but whatever the number of years the tournament has went on, the Marine Corps has only won three times. The last gold medal, uh, that was won by the Marine Corps was in 2003. I was assistant coach on the team and took over the team as the head coach a couple years later. But uh, that was a great experience. I got to run the camp and make the cuts and, you know, do a lot of the work along with the head coach, uh, Coach Robinson, Antonio Robinson. But great team. Uh, we won the gold medal at Camp Lejeune at home, and it was a big deal. And we haven't won since then, so that was a really a big deal. My other team that I really like, uh, believe it or not, Coach, is our team that we had a joint base Myers a few years ago. Okay. Um, and as you know, when we became a joint base and, you know, put these these guys together, uh, I always told you, you know, Meyer and Henderson Hall were like Duke and Carolina. So putting <laughs> those guys in the same gym was sometimes like mixing water and oil. But at the end of the day, uh, we ended up winning the Waymac Championship and we were ranked number one in the country heading into the NBA Finals. Um, and although we didn't win the Finals because we didn't take our full team out there to the message had been received by everybody that we could work together, Army and Marine, and side by side and do great things. So I was really proud of that. I was proud of the guys. I was proud of you, Coach, you know, that that you helped make that happen because it's important 
Uh, if we can't play ball together, how can we do anything? Then? It's just a game. You know, it's just a game. It's not the end of the world. But if a bunch of grown men can't get along playing sports, then how can we raise our families and help teach people to do right and wrong? It's just oh, a yeah. game. All right. So we obviously know who James Jones's favorite, favorite, favorite teams are, right? Uh Mine's probably would have been different, but I did enjoy that team that we did have uh, together. But definitely, definitely, definitely enjoyed that. Um, so we're going to switch from one sport to another sport. And let's tune in to my guy, Garbizi, as he tell us a little more about some of his favorite streamers or gamers. Through my entire streaming, I never know. I never knew who anybody big was. I don't like to, you know, kind of get brainwashed and drink the Kool Aid of big time streamers, right? Because number one, they're not gonna re recognize you when you hop in their stream. You say hello, it's just like it's a million people talking. They don't, they don't have time <laughs> to talk to you. But you know, I like watching smaller streamers. So right now, I would say, you know, and 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 understand that you know these people are still smaller and they still have room to grow. Um, my best friend, Lucci, you know, I would say his stream's entertaining um, when when you have to catch him, right? Because he, he's still learning and, you know, we're all still learning. Mm -hmm. But when I watch his stream, I know for a fact anything can happen. Now, he don't care about Twitch rules, so he might pull his <laughs> gun out on stream and, you know, doing some crazy stuff and it's hilarious. Or he might do, he might be smoking on stream to the point where he's just choking and crying and you know i love that type of stuff um, okay different type he, of entertainment yeah different type of entertainment it's more like you know like he's he's crazy it's random and spontaneous another guy i would enjoy watching right now is um my guy perk you know he just started he's doing oh, the perk, thing yeah perk is he's streaming, streaming now he's, oh, he's streaming. No. oh so, man i'm about to he, tune in yeah, so he's doing a thing like what you were talking about. What, what what I was talking about in the beginning when you're a beginning streamer and you don't have the computer, you don't have the laptops, you're just streaming off the Xbox. So, but he's entertaining without a face cam or anything of that of that of that sense. So that that's a good start when you can be entertaining and you can bring people together without showing your actual face. Um, so some of the things that I. Uh... I enjoy is gaming. I'm a big gaming fan. Um, I haven't been able to do a lot of it lately. Um, I've been out doing a lot more entrepreneur stuff. You know, I got my turtle stuff going. I've got a lot of uh, things going with Airbnb, um, property purchasing. Um, I mean, the, the list goes on, right? Got some other big purchases coming up. Um, a lot of passive income. Um, but the road started um a while back right the road started a while back yes it started with me playing my video game in my couch right so i'll never forget that i still try to find that that's my brain power to help me figure out you know different moves that i want you know that's how i sit back and think you know some people just sit back and just you know they can just look at the sky and think me if i got the video game in front of me i'm able to think i'm able to I'm able to strategize. I'm able to make ideas pop up and I'm able to write them right down. Right. Or I could just storm away in my phone. Um, that was my starting point. So I always give it up to gaming because gaming is my piece, you know, is my piece that world. I mean, with the world. So, um, I enjoyed a lot of gaming, uh, but it also got me into other ventures. Right. And some of these ventures, um, has their own unique path and their own way of going about. Right. I enjoy buying and purchasing vehicles 
same thing, right? Buying and purchasing, buying and selling <laughs> vehicles, same as houses, because you get to decorate them the way you want them, da 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 da, and then give it to somebody else, kind of like Airbnb, and somebody else utilizes it. You can see that you put a nice happiness on that person's face. They enjoyed it. They like, yo, this is the best space ever. Or you might get a couple that's like, oh man, it's not that great, you know, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, most people are just, thank you. You know, you, you're able to put that smile on that local person's face. It's affordable. It's, you know, um, it, it, it does a lot more for them than they probably can't afford the Disney World or the hotel on the other side of the world that has the beachfront. But we're able to supply Airbnbs that, you know, individuals able to go in and spend the night and have, you know, a pretty great night or a couple of nights, you know, where they get to not only enjoy your property, they get to enjoy the scenery on the outside of that property in that city has to offer. And the reason they came to that city is because they wanted to try out your product. They wanted to come in, utilize your space, things like that. Um, but uh, the real estate world is always awesome, man. And uh, one of the people that's been on this journey with me, uh, his name is Maurice. Um, he's, uh, he's helped out quite a bit for a, a couple of my properties or whatever the case may be. And uh, let's uh, listen to what he's got to say and how he got to the point where he's at, where his started. Uh, my parents, I lived with my parents for a while in my early 20s. And um, we lived in a big house. We lived in a big house in, um, in Round Hill, Virginia. And we lived in, you know, I'm just going to say straight up, um, my parents, you know, we lived in a million dollar house. It was 7,000 square feet. It had seven bedrooms. Wow. It had six baths. Yeah. Wow. No huge. struggle. Yeah. Zero struggle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to tell you, instead of... Instead of rags to riches, this is riches to rags. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Lord, Lord, I got to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. So, um, so I mean, beautiful house. You know, we had three acres of land. It, you know, we didn't have no neighbors nice. um, next to us on the left, on the right. We had no neighbors behind us. Um, it was a very beautiful, beautiful home. Mm -hmm. um, two decks. It was just huge. But uh, this is what happened. As you know, and as many of your listeners know, uh, there was a financial, there was a actual um, a real estate crash in the 2008, um, span 2008, I think it was 2007 to 2008, where basically the market crashed, the mm -hmm. real estate market crashed. It was lenders that were selling subprime mortgages, and they were basically selling it to people who couldn't afford it. And I mean, the whole market just crashed. Right. Mm. So if you bought a house for, you know, X, Y and Z, it ended up being another number. I'll just tell you straight up what happened with us. So we're living in the house and, you know, they bought the house for a million dollars. Excuse me. And then um, after the crash, it ended up going to six hundred thousand dollars. Mm. That's a big dip. That is a big dip. That's worth a house in itself. Four hundred thousand dollars is a house in itself. Yeah another piece of property. so um yep yep so that's what happened right but mm -hmm. this is also what happened i was working with a realtor at the time right mm -hmm. so this realtor was fake let me just say it straight up okay. she's fake um she was smiling her face you know ha 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 and my parents were going through 
a real situation where they were stressing, you know? They was like, what are we going to do? You, you know what I mean? You guys you was about to say something? No, no, no. Prices, I said. Okay. And, you know, they was just, you know, saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So they needed help, right? So the lender calls my parents and he's like, look, this agent that you're working with, you know, she's not helping. I'm not going to mention names, but, you know, she's not helping you out. She, she's really not helping you guys out. I'm trying to call her. She's not picking up her phone. I'm trying to say, okay, this is what we need to do. She's not doing that. He's like, you guys need some help and, and she's not helping you. And that's what my parents told me. And this lady is super rich. Like she makes like 200 plus, 300 plus, I, I, I used to say $500,000. I think she probably makes around that because she's big time. Yeah. She probably makes around, you know, I'm just going to say conservative $200,000 plus, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot more than that. Right? So I'm thinking, and at the time I'm struggling, I'm trying to find work. I'm trying to, you know, find my place in life. And I'm like, you know, I, I have, I have, you know, basis in helping out people. I do like to help out people. Mm-hmm. So I said, why am I doing this, making $14 an hour at the time, breaking my back when I could literally become a realtor and care about people? That's, that's the only thing I'll do. And then I can make as much money as her yeah. one day. And that will be my, that will be my, my mission. That will be my, um, my business plan. Just care about people. Yeah. Don't be, you know, don't go, you know, go into the business and being fake and, and, and just all about the money. The money will come once people see that you're genuine. Once people see that you, you really care. I'm not saying that I don't, you know, want money. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that care for people first. And then word of mouth and, you know, and they see that you really care. That in itself would speak for itself. Personable. Yeah, you got to be personable. You person, know what I mean? Person want to be yeah. just personable and then the rest exactly. fall into place. Well, that's a great story by uh, Maurice. And uh, like I said, everybody's path is different. Everybody has a different entryway, right? They have a different exit point, right? It's what you do with it and opportunities that you take when it's presented to you when it finally gets to be your turn, right? Um, I enjoy, like I said, reflecting on a lot of this stuff because sometimes you get to look back to see where you maybe made your mistakes or you had your greatest strengths. And in order to do that, you got to dig in deep and actually sit back and think. You got to really self-examine, right? And in order to self-examine, you got to take it serious. You got to take it serious. Just like, my other buddy, Eddie, right? My other buddy, Eddie, he takes his craft very serious. He's he's a fisher. He, you know, bassing ain't easy. You know, is everywhere, right? Like I said, we got something big coming out. Just know that. And uh, it'll be somewhat related about to what he's talking about right here in this clip. Me, you know, I, I came to the conclusion, man. I love soft plastics, man. Okay. I love... Texas rigging. Some people may Texas know what that rigging. if you don't, okay. you know, I have a video out on YouTube about it. Okay. Uh, throwing the wacky rig. That's another soft plastic. If you don't know. Wacky to... wig. What is a wacky wig? Wacky rig. Yeah, it's just it's just a little Cinco worm, man. And 
<laughs> you got a hook, got an angle, kind of like a McDonald's sign, and then it just it floats on oh, the water and it gives that good presentation of like a little dead worm. So okay, okay, it's been a while since I've been fishing. So when you say wacky wig, I'm like, what is? What are we throwing props nah. in the water now? So I'm, nah, that's all. Good. <laughs> yeah. Nah. So, but um, so you were saying your favorite baits are the wacky wig and and uh, what was the other one? Texas rig, and then Texas rig. You know, if I had to. It's a lot of the baits I love to throw, honestly, you know, but I know when times get rough, that's those are the baits I'll go back to, a wacky rig or a Texas rig. So uh, so do people just normally reach out and just offer you different baits to try or or how does that work? You know, different hooks, you know, they just they they say, hey, man, try these out. So they'll know if it works for their company. I mean, how does that usually work? So I have had companies send me items, you know, but I don't think it's for more of a long of me testing them. You know what I'm saying? What you're sound, so talking about sounds more like me being a product tester. I ain't made it that far in the game yet, I believe. But definitely have had items from different companies uh, that they're working on. And, you know, they're proven to catch. And I use them and I catch on what's, them as well. And what's one of your favorite companies so far? Me, I, I, I have to say, man. Your favorite. We want your very most favorite. Favorite or one favorite out of the ones I work with, or favorite? Yeah, favorite out of the one that you work with at the moment. At the moment, it it'll have to be Quantum. Quantum, Quantum. is like uh, when I first got into bass fishing, that was the first combo. Okay. That's where you get a rod and reel that I ever bought was a Quantum one. I call Quantum so many Rondo. And then you know, I I was in love with Quantum ever since then, and then to know that now. I'm at the point where I'm actually on their team, and is that like a BMW for uh, rods or what? Um, I would say. Are maybe, we saying like a Toyota? I would say maybe it used to be. I don't know. They they sell them. In like you a, said it used to be. What is it? You got. <laughs> I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying like I really think you know, Quantum is has good quality equipment. Okay. Everything is all personal preference at the end of the day, okay. and okay. you know I feel like you know hopefully. They made all I, your needs. Hope no. Hopefully, I can do what I need to do for this company, and we really, you know, really, really get it going. You know what I mean? Like I really love yeah. Quantum. I love all the products they make, and yeah, you know, and I just, you know, I don't, you know, you don't hear about them a lot. You, you don't wouldn't understand that, but you know, you hear about certain companies more than others. And Quantum really never is, is slightly talked about, but I, I definitely think they're a great company. Um, they, they talk to me all the time. They're very responsive to me. They always help me out, looking out. You know, and um, that just comes from the hard work I put in, trying to as best I can to promote their brands and do what I can for them. So I really That's appreciate good. it. Just like that, you'll learn a person's favorite, 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 favorite piece of equipment, right? Unfortunately, I'm not a very big pro at it. I'm not that good at it. I need to figure it out, and I'm going to figure it out. So I'm going to get out there, and I'm going to get me some of those uh, baits that he uh, labeled off there and uh, try them out. Uh and some of his other products that he got coming out, I'm going to try out. But speaking about your favorite, let's hear about a struggle. Let's jump right into my guy, Brown. See that these things weigh anywhere from 200, 300, 400, 500 pounds. Yeah. So you got to have a way that you're going to transport these things in and out of people's yards. So I had to spend almost $600 just on dollies just so I can transport it when I get it out of my truck. Mm. And I didn't have no trailer. I didn't have no pickup truck, man. I had my 
Dodge Durango. I went and got a tow hitch put on the back of it. I was going to U-Haul every week, renting a trailer so I could pull my bounce houses around. Mm. Every week I was doing that. So Determined. when people say they got it out the mud, I know how it is to get something out the mud because that's what I had to do. Oh, yeah. people. Some people don't understand that. Some people uh, obviously go through different obstacles. They got different uh, different mud that they uh, end up yeah. trying to get out of. Um, but like I said, I, I've seen it on many different sides, man. And, yeah, bro. I was even putting I was even putting bounce houses in the back of my charger. Mm. Trying to get them in, trying to get them to places, <laughs> <That's>, bro. <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's hey, that's when you mean business. See, people, when you when you stop caring about anything like item wise, you know, you like, hey man, hey, this might make me some motherfucking money. So hey, if I gotta yeah. tie that bitch to the roof, I'm gonna tie it to the roof. Get that I, get that I, from I, point A to point B. It's funny you said that because I've done that too. Oh, Ratchet yeah. Stafford, ratchet strapped <laughs> to the roof, bro. <laughs> yeah. Ran the, straps, ran the straps through the car. Yeah. Ratchet strapped it to the roof. And I was, I was, I wasn't playing because I was determined to be successful. Yeah. So and that's anything, what it takes. Yeah, anything that you gotta do to do it, man. You understand me? So that's what I did, bro. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. I um and that's how you get it out the mud. <laughs> that's how you get it out the mud, right? These stories bring a different aspect because some people could relate to that. So that's why we're sharing some of these, right? We're going back and we're taking a look at some of this history um, just to remind people about a little bit about what other people's mishaps could have been and, and how they had to, they didn't have this easy route, how they had to like jump through hula hoops, right? Rings of fire, you name it. Like they did it in order to make it happen in order to make this thing a reality, in order to make, bring this thing to life, in order to supply and, and make people happy, they are able to just, you know, just give it their all and just pull, you know, a dollar out of, out of one penny, you know? Uh, and it's never easy using your own personal uh, equipment, vehicles, things of that sort to, to, you know, drag around something that can wear your car down or beat your car up. But, you got to do it. If you got a dream that it'll work and then eventually you'll be able to like lift yourself above that water just enough to start floating. And then once you start floating then you can build a little bigger part to your, uh, your boat or your ship. And now you're on top and then you're able to just cruise and sail. That's what it takes, man. That's what you got to do. Um, sometimes you have to reach out to individuals, right? Sometimes you have to build that trust in individuals also, right? So another way you could do it is the way my man Kent Ford said. Find you a hard money lender. Kent, tell him a little bit about it. Yeah, it, it was kind of hard because I had been trying to try for years. But like, like they always say, it takes money to make money. So, you know, uh, like the song said, wait till I get my money right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then you can't tell me nothing, right? No, I can't <laughs> now, tell him nothing. So, you're right. So, so I had to, you know, just do a little bit here with with partner. I partnered up, with, partnered up with a couple of people, made a little money right here. Partnered up with a couple more people, made some money here. Then, you know, once I got right, I had a rent house, and then, you know, just speaking with other people, and they, you know, showed me the game. I, I had an older guy. He's maybe he's right now. He's maybe 82, okay. 82, but he always told me what to do, how to do. He hey, told me, hey, man, just go put some money, put some money in the bank, and then 
go 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 get some money. Tell them, hey, you know, put maybe five grand, ten grand in the bank, and say, hey, I need to borrow twenty grand to yeah. buy this little property. So they they would buy the property for me, and then once you pay the money back, they can they raise your limit up. Hey, I yeah. need to borrow fifty grand, 50. you know, yep. and it went because you got twenty grand in the bank now. So it, you know, so they just kept raising my uh my limits, and so he he, he he taught me the game. So. Yeah, that's a blessing yeah. to have an investor, man. And I and I and I tell yeah. everybody, man, um, it could be an easy or a hard thing. Uh, there's plenty of investors yeah. out there. There's a lot of people that, that yeah. that's willing to put the money up, but don't want to really do the work. So they rather just put the money up. And right. that's for you to come in and grab the money and, and show them that you you're, you're to be trusted with it and put it to good use. Right. Um, right. So that's good. That's that's a good thing that what you that you just said people money because there's nobody if you if i can if i can get somebody to give me 50 grand uh and they trust me enough to give me 50 grand and then i i turn around buy something for 30 maybe put 20 grand fixing it and then in four months sell it and make 120 grand and then in return within that four months give them another 10 to 15 grand on top of the 50 grand that they gave me they're not gonna make fifteen grand in a bank with their money sitting in the bank. Yeah, so just hanging out. They'll mm-hmm. be they'll, they'll be they'll be really willing to give me give me that money and, and more, give me even more once I once I once they trust me with it. Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's what I said. I, I had to do some of my own research on uh some uh lenders. Like I said, I uh I had my lender uh also. Um he's also gonna be on the uh the podcast uh and my actual realtor uh that I utilize until I you know, clear and get my my uh, real estate license up here in the Maryland area. But um, yeah, they 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 said the same thing, man. It's, it's it's all about just going out there, putting the effort, and they want somebody just want to see you go, right? Somebody see you go, they're gonna be willing to say, all right, hey, that guy, he he's really got some gold, so we can invest some money in it. You know, people just gotta want to trust you because that's a that's a right. large amount of money, but right. they're willing to do it because, like you said, it's sitting in the bank account, not doing anything. It's hanging right. out. People want to see it double, triple, whatever right. it can do. Um, right. so they're willing to put the money up and, and nine times out of 10, you know, not trying to sound crazy and they know our community can do it. You know, right. if, if you give it to somebody in our community, um, they, they, we, we're, we're, we're hustling. We got that hustler mentality. 90% right. of us, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just coming up the way we came up. So I think that's a, that's a cool thing. And, and I, I'm gonna try to find some programs cause I do want to put some information out on something like that on how individuals can find. Um, I know there's groups out there to find lend or uh, people. Hard, money, hard money, money lenders. They can look up hard money, hard money lenders. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, I mean, yeah. And, and, and when you first get in, you may have to, sometimes they may want you to have a little money just so, or something. Uh, so they feel like they're in with it. They feel like they're right, in right. with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, tell me about one of the craziest deals you have ever done with a car. Like what is one of the with craziest deals? Yeah, like like maybe like an exotic car. I don't know if you bought any exotic cars or maybe a deal that went right but went wrong. Um, I don't know. Um, I would I would probably say uh, maybe this truck that I just recently got. Okay. I, I recently got a, recently got a truck got from a guy twenty. I think might have paid twenty five hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a guy. Bought it from me. Um, he like the first day I put it on, he bought it, uh, but then he didn't want it. So I was like, "What?" Because he said, "Hey man, well it may need this work, that work." So actually, I I let him give me the money back, and after a day or two, 
but everybody's like, oh man, you don't have to. So anyway, he he he, he I got I, he drove it back here. Um, um, he gave me the money back, but within three days, it was just a little something wrong with it. Uh, he thought it was something more. I fixed it um, and got way more. You know, <laughs> uh, within, like three days later, I put it on and I had like 58 people uh, within about mm, 12 hours hit me up on tap. I give you this much. Just like I'm saying in the houses, they were saying, hey, you got it on here for 4,700. I'll give you 5,500 uh -huh. if you let me get it instead of the person that's coming to get it. Coming. So yeah, <laughs> that, that was just like a week ago. Like I was like, wow, this, I need to buy a truck like this. All, all the time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a lifted, you know, big tires lifted and all, you know, so yeah. Yeah. And I ain't, I don't, I don't usually buy that kind of, that, those kind of trucks, but I just happen Some, to get it in. Sometimes in the business that we're in, sometimes it, uh, we take it personable, right? So, I yeah. say all the time at my job, um, uh, since I'm a videographer, you know, that's what I, that's what I do. Um, mm -hmm. I tell them, I say, hey, man, look, when we're looking at this video or this product, I understand we have our own personal feelings or thoughts about it. But think about what the mm -hmm. public or everybody else is going to want. You know, the rest right. of the, the everybody else is going to view it. That's what you should care about. Same thing with the cars. Like you said, it's not might not be your cup of tea, but somebody right, else right. is going to be like, man, hey, that car right there on some 24s. With yeah, the big yeah. tires and all that, you yeah. know, they 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 might they might like that, you know. So, all right. So, here's my girl, Miss Dowdy. <laughs> That's all I can say. Here's my girl, Miss Dowdy. Like, I don't listen to the, the stuff like religiously. There's like three songs that I do like from Billie Eilish. I, is it Eilish? 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 It's a white girl, and she uh -huh. won the most Grammys last year at the Grammy. She won like six or seven. So no Cardi B for you? You listen to Megan, but no Cardi? Okay, let's let's go. Cardi has issues about as you know, people want to claim blackness when it's relevant for them, right? Then there were like tweets online where she was making fun of dark skinned women and calling them roaches and stuff. Not my cup of tea. Then a video surfaced of her saying she used to take men from the club. Like men, they want to, you know, she's a stripper. So some, some dudes, they, you know, go and have sex with the stripper. So she used to tell them, hey, yo, meet me at the hotel. And when they came to the hotel, she would drug them and rob them. And I that's a gangster. She, she from my, my hood and the, and the thing. That's kind of gangster. First of all, they shouldn't even be there trying to do whatever they doing with no, it. It's, it's, they, they, these grown people, they can do what they want. She, she was giving it up and they was peeing. I mean, prostitution is the oldest profession in the world. It that's should be. It should be legal. Let people do what they want with their bodies. It is but in Vegas. These men, right, suffering lost <laughs> the whole thing. But these men, you know, they went there for a service, and they were going to pay her for her service that she offered. My thing is, they didn't go there to have some unknown substance put in their drink. And if if a male rapper said, yo, I used to drug girls and I used to rob them, people going to be like, oh, he used to rape them. And people, he that male rapper or artist is going to look, get, it's going to get looked down upon way more than a female would it's like it's double standards and i'm like let's keep the playing field equal like a woman can do it but a man can't so once that video surfaced and she shouldn't have made the video talking about it she, she yeah yeah you're i mean you're right so so we all like to have some type of merchandise out there we all like a different um style of clothes we have a different style of appeal period right everybody's way off the water with everything we wear the way we dress everything i just recently got into watches right I've got a collection of watches and I'm still buying watches and watches and watches. Got into the koi fish 
that's a whole another ball game. We'll talk about that another time. But watches, um, different types of. Uh, I'm not a big shoe fan, but I've got some nice, pretty nice shoes when it comes to like Tim's and things like that. I'm not a Jordan collector, but um, this gentleman here has uh, opened our eyes during this episode. I remember on uh, just a lot of ideas and a lot of way of branding, and then. I just let him talk about it. I was building the affiliated brand, you know, and from there until, and I f- officially, I started messing with it in July, August, just doing little t-shirts and stuff. Then I got into it doing t-shirts and some hats. And then I'm like, man, I'm ready to go all in. And I think you peeped at the, uh, you know, I know you peeped at the line, Gary. And as you yep, can see yep. now, I was full sportswear brand. Yeah, You know, and and I tell people, you know, well, what do you, you know, I if this is one of your questions or not, they say, well, what do you model, you know, what do you model in the brand out there? Who are you kind of trying to be like or whatever? And the first thing that fell out of my mouth be Nike, Reebok, Under Armour, Adidas, you know, because I'm trying to build a sportswear brand. And I don't be afraid to say that because Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace. He copied everything Michael Jordan did. They walked, talked, chewed gum, wore shoes, shorts. He did everything like Michael Jordan. And and no no knock on LeBron James. When we talk about Michael Jordan, the first name we say is Kobe. LeBron up there somewhere. But if we com- com- we, we want to compare apples to apples, we compare Michael and Kobe. Kobe always the first name that comes out to Michael. So if Nike is my barometer, you know, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to copy and do everything that that Nike does. You know, I want the look, the feel, everything in this brand to have, you know, so why aspire, you know, we can see the moon, you know, but we can't see Pluto. So I'm trying to go to Pluto. Yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do with the brand. I'm trying, I'm trying to build, I'm trying to build the next Nike. Okay. So interesting fella, interesting fella. Um, as we already know, um, we, we actually got in pretty deep on that, uh, conversation. I remember that one. That was a pretty long episode. Uh, but we got into some, some, some favorites. We got into some whys. We got into some do's, some don'ts, some paths he took. Um, but it's not is is not the same as uh Dan's path. Dan's path was a little different. Let's uh take a look at what me and Dan talked about and why his craft is what it is and why he don't try to do somebody else's craft. This field is is just exploding. There's so much new innovation going on and what have you. Um, it's uh I I, I wouldn't put it you know I'm I'm excited to see maybe the next uh five to ten years uh. We're all going to have our personal quadcopters. So not 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 just a little drone for going around taking camera pictures, but it becomes yeah. your personal yeah, transportation. <laughs> yeah, you know, just might happen. Okay, utilize might happen. airspace and take away traffic from the floor. I mean, we're at I electric love- cars. We're 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 moving through uh t- uh through uh time. So Who, and, and I got and and just to pivot on that point, I got to tell you that um. So my daughter bought a new car this past winter, uh-huh. and it was uh, just a Mazda. She bought a Mazda, 
you know, uh -huh. some sort of uh, crossover Mazda car. Okay. And I was stunned by how sophisticated uh, the cruise control was on it. So it would, it would, you know, you set the cruise control and it stays in pace with the car in front of you. You know, mm -hmm. it'll, you know, you set the speed limit on, but the car in front of you slows down. It keeps the distance the same. Oh, and if the car speeds back up, it speeds like back up. It's like a NASCAR streamline. They yeah, so, so you, know, you know, I know that Tesla has this, you know, auto drive thing for you and what have you, but, you know, the, the possibility of having autopilots on cars is we're on that edge right now. Yeah, and so, that's, that's, yeah that's, that's a good thing. The engineer in me gets very, very excited by these innovations. They really are. And, and see, uh, if you're still down in Texas, you'll see uh, they're, they're actually Amazon's delivering with drones out there. You know, you can't do it here, but they're delivering certain packages straight to your door within hours with a drone. I think that's on the horizon. I really do. And uh, the technologist in me is very, very excited by, by where all this is going. Really, yeah. really is. And I, I think, you know... Probably the next three three years or so, I'll probably be driving an electric car myself. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I, I could you imagine right now, like your keyboard broke. All you got to do is get on your phone and say, hey, Amazon, I need X. And here it comes flying out of the sky right into your hand within an hour, like it went to Walmart for you. I can't wait till I order my pizza that way, okay? Oh, Maybe Domino's delivery vehicle. To I, drive. Seen the, I seen the commercial with the one that drove up. I was like, wow, that would be crazy. But then... Now you feel like you're being watched because it's not a driver; it's a driverless delivery. I know, I know. And you're like, man, <laughs> it's 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 nuts where where we're heading with uh, technology. I, I like it. So, what what drew your attention to uh, technology in the first place? So, it wasn't there to begin with? Kind of, kind of got it um, started developing it as I started filling out my oats as as a young engineer. Uh, a real, a real quick story. When uh, so I, I was when I was in high school, I was intimidated by computers. Com computers were fairly brand new, and I did a little yeah. bit of programming on computers. But I went to college in uh, started at the University of Colorado in Boulder, Colorado, and I arrived there in the late seventies with all these other kids who all built Heath Kit Radio Shack. Kind of home computers. They built their own computers. And I was like, you know, the guy showed up and said, no, I, I never messed around with doing that kind of stuff. It really intimidated me. So for the longest time, I didn't want to mess with computers. I took a summer job after my second year of college. And uh, one of my first days there, um, the, we need to fix a printer, mm -hmm. um, a, com a computer printer that prints out, prints out stuff, what have you. And it, it wasn't working. And, uh, the guy's leading me through how we're going to troubleshoot and fix it. These were, this was an expensive printer for that day. I think these were, this is probably a $10,000 printer back in the 70s. So it was a very expensive printer. Okay. And uh, uh, he asked me to check the fuse, make sure that wasn't. And I said, yeah, look, yeah, it's fine. So we went through and we spent the next several hours troubleshooting this thing, going through with test probes and oscilloscopes and going through all these, uh, these uh, complex circuit diagrams, figure out where the problem is in there. Ultimately, the problem was the fuse. <laughs> the simple fuse, how fuse great that was. He asked, that he asked me to look at, and I said, you know what? <laughs> I don't seem to have a knack for, uh, for this hardware thing. And, yeah. and unfortunately, I will tell you that I lament the fact that I'm not a gearhead. You know, the people that go out and work on cars and they can do magic with cars and all this other guy. You look at the people who do the... Um, 
uh, that, uh, you know, do NASCAR and all that kind of stuff and the yeah. modified bodies of, of car engines and that kind of stuff. They have a real knack for that kind of stuff. And that's not me. I wish I was there, but I'm not. But instead, what I did is, is I, as I, as I became, you know, I just I read, I read a lot of articles and that kind of stuff. And I saw where, you know, software in particular was being used in all kinds of new ways. And it's been so exciting to see uh, the trends in software. And what I found is I had a really, really good knack for software. As bad as I was at circuits, like telling you if a fuse was burnt, okay, don't ever ask me to come wire your house either, because I guarantee you're going to have to hire an electrician to come out and undo everything I screwed up. All right. So now that we've recapped on all of these episodes, this episode, was, this was not like super like exciting, exciting yet. Right. We just wanted to recap season one i just wanted to put the memories back in everybody's mind season two is going to be different it's going to be a lot lot more fun it's going to be a lot more interesting not to say season one was the season one was awesome but now we're going to kick it up a notch like you're supposed to do every day in life kick it up a notch remember if you haven't tapped in vahamedia.com right v-a-h-a-a media.com to find out when all the new episodes are dropping behind the scenes you name it right same thing if you're looking for anything, you know, places to go, places to eat, things like that. They will be posted. I will have some TikToks on some of them, right? Um, and I ask you guys to submit some. Let's do this. I want you guys to also tag Baja's World whenever you submit something on TikTok that's like a place to eat, place to visit, uh, things to try out. Submit it. I'm going to make sure I have it on the screen on every episode. Submit it. I'll take your TikTok. I'll also post your TikTok. If it's pretty good, if your TikTok's pretty good, I'll post your TikTok on my webpage as the actual advertisement to go check out that um, thing that you want us to check out. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool. That way everybody gets involved, right? We get everybody involved. I think that'd be pretty, pretty cool. Um, let me know what y'all thoughts are on that and the way you'll be able to submit it. Like I said, you can submit it to uh, Vaha's World, V-A-H-A-A. W-O-R-L-D-S at gmail.com. I repeat, Vahazworld at gmail.com. I'll take all submittals and everything there. Um, Like I said, this episode is just the, the beginning. I wanted to keep it just real mellow. Real mellow, right? Nothing crazy. Real mellow. Just as a reminder for season two, we got, we got some stuff. And I'm excited to produce it to you. I'm excited to bring it to you. And I'm excited to share some of the things that I'm doing or going through. And uh, I'll be seeing you guys. Tune in to the first episode. First episode should be dropping right after the... I think it's the 15th. Don't, don't have me say it wrong. I think it's the 15th. But don't quote me on that. But check the website, fahamedia.com, and you'll get the exact date. Just like that, we're out.